Hi there, and welcome to episode six of the LDS study session with me, Matt. And today I want to have a little focus on the Come Follow Me uh, section for June the 3rd to June the 9th, which is found in John chapter 13 to 17, Continue Ye in My Love. And I think that uh, we've got a really, really in-depth uh, study to have this week. As we start to kind of come towards the end of the Saviour's earthly ministry, um, we come to this section of the scriptures where we've got so many teachings, so many important events uh, in such a short space of time. And we are really fortunate to have these records which record what he uh, said and did in these final moments of his life. Don't, don't, not forgetting that this was the evening before that he would die, he would, be, he would die and uh, on the cross. And of course the Saviour knew this, he knew that his hour was come. And of course, the disciples, his, his apostles, had very little knowledge about that. They were completely unaware of just what would happen in the next 24 hours. But the Saviour knew. And it's very important that we remember this, that as we study these verses and scriptures uh, over this week and over the coming couple of weeks, these are really the things that he wants to leave behind with his, what would be his leaders of his church when he left this earth. Uh, I think that we can sometimes forget just how important this experience and this period of time is in the Saviour's ministry. This was the moment that he knew that he would have to leave his friends. And yet um, he wasn't fearful of that time, although I'm sure you know he knew that that time would have to come and he would have to go through those things which he was anticipating him to go through. Uh, but rather than worry about himself or have concern, which many, well, I'm sure I would, and I'm sure many of us would, uh, in the, if we were in a situation where we knew that in the next 24 hours we would go through what the Saviour was about to suffer, um, he wanted to continue teaching his, his loved dis, beloved disciples. He wanted to minister to them. And we see a wonderful act of service at the start with the Saviour washing the disciples' feet. Uh, but as we go into kind of his discussion that he has about love, uh, I wanted to focus on that uh, in particular this evening, uh, over John chapter 13 and chapter to 2, chapter 15. It's very interesting when you look at the word love and how it's used in this teaching by the Saviour. In John chapter 13 to 15, the word love is used 26 times in these three chapters. And if you look carefully at where the word love is used, other than a few instances at the start of chapter 13 where it's referring to, where, where it's actually John speaking, the, 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 the author of this gospel, uh, he uses the word loved and loved in the first verse of chapter 13, but again he's speaking, and again he's speaking in, in verse 23 when he's talking about the disciple whom Jesus loved, um, which is ironically himself, and I think that's quite an interesting insight into John's character here. Um, we then go further into chapter 13, and in verse 34 to 35, we see the word loved loved and love used again. And it says in verses 34 to 35, A new commandment I give unto you, that ye love one another as I have loved you, that ye also love one another. By this shall all men know that ye are my disciples, if ye have love one to another. So the word love is often obviously used quite a bit there, but as we go into chapter 14 and 15 also, the word love is used repeatedly. Uh, and it's very interesting to see that when you see the word love used, in that same verse, the word command or commandments is used. So again, mentioned John 13, 34, 35, the word a new commandment is there. If you look in John 14, verse 15, if you love me, keep my commandments. Again, very much the two words, the two focus words in, in those verses. Verse 21 of John 14, 
uses love four times and also uses the word commandments. And then we move forward and the word love is used quite often again. And then in verse 31, love and commandments are the same. And then we go to chapter 15 and you've got uh, chapter 15 verses 9 to 13, which I'll have a, which I'm going to talk about in detail in a moment. But again, uses the word love, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine times in just those four verses. And the word commandments and command is used three to four times if you include chapter 14. And again, 17 to 19, love and command. The words love and the word commandment are used very close together. They're connected in these verses. And in our Come, Follow Me study, that's kind of something that they want to kind of bring up, that that is something that is focused on. And so I guess the, the question is, why is that? You know, why is the word love brought up with the word commandment so many times often together? Interestingly, another word that comes up uh, in the same verses where love and command is used together uh, as a connection you also see the words I and you, or me and you, or, and and, and, it's, and actually the word father comes up quite often in those verses as well. And I think that, that there's no coincidence in that. The love and commandment relationship between us and our saviour and through the saviour to our father is laid out clear here. This is the introduction of one of the, the ordinances that, that is going to be used in his church right from the beginning of his church now the sacraments which of course replace the, the law of sacrifice or at least sacrificing animals by the shedding of blood and i think that it's interesting that the word love and commandments and us and the savior is used repeatedly in these in these interactions love between us and the savior is so important in the covenant keeping and covenant making um and I think that it's very difficult to look past that. This relationship of perfect love is, is really important. And as I'm, I'm going to dive into chapter 14 and 15 for a moment now. I'll just kind of have a look closer at a couple of things that are said in here because I think that it's important that we understand this, this relationship between the Saviour and ourselves as we seek to, um, seek to become more like him. Uh, in verse 21 of chapter 14, it says, He that hath my commandments and keepeth them, he it is that loveth me. And he that loveth me shall be loved of my father, and I will love him, and I will manifest myself to him. Again, that link between us, the Saviour, and the Father. Keeping the commandments, showing us that we love the Saviour, showing us that we love the Father, uh, and then receiving the blessings of that being made manifest. Uh, Brigham, uh, the prophet Brigham Young said, Latter-day Saints observe this law. What shall we say to them? Teach them the law of God. How easy is it is? It is easy to be understood. Yes, very easy. It could be summed up in these words. Do right, love God, and keep his commandments. And I think sometimes we really complicate discipleship in the Church of Jesus Christ. We very often complicate things with all the, the things we have to try and accomplish and do and be. But really it comes down to those things. Do the right things keep the commandments, love God. Uh, and as we do those things, all the rest will fall into place. I've, I, am, I have a testimony of that. I've seen that in my life. Um, really, really important uh, principle there. And then we go into John chapter 15. Uh, and I love this passage of scripture here. John chapter 15, verses 9, verses 9 to 13. Uh, I will read them, uh, but I have also got a few things I want to bring up from that as well. It says, quote, as the Father hath loved me, so have I loved you. Continue ye in my love. 
If ye keep my commandments, ye shall abide in my love, even as I have kept my Father's commandments and abide in his love. These things have I spoken unto you, that my joy might remain in you, and that your joy may be full. This is my commandment, that ye love one another as I have loved you. Greater love have no man than this, than that a man, that a man lay down his life for his friends. Now, uh, Elder Jarrett W. Gong said this in the most recent General Conference, quote, Today our Saviour desires that what we do and who we are becoming will invite others to come follow him. Come, find love, healing, connection and covenant belonging in him, including in God's holy temple where sacred ordinances of salvation can bless all family members, thus gathering Israel on both sides of the veil. As we love God, as we love our Saviour and keep the commandment, oh sorry, close quotes, <laughs> As we love God and love the Saviour, then we become more like him. We want to emulate him more. I think of the people that I love in my life, my, my, my dear wife, my children, my parents, my family, my close family, a number of friends that I have. There are some people that I dearly love, and those people I want to emulate. My children even, you know, the, the, the childlike qualities that they have, I, I marvel at just the innocence and joy that they have. And so when we love someone, it's natural that we want to emulate or be like them. And that is the same um, in what Elder Gong is saying. But also there's this talk by Elder Christopherson, which is referenced uh, in the Come Follow Me manual. And I had a study of it uh, this morning alongside this study of love and the fact that the Saviour wanted this to be kind of his final remarks, really, to, to, his, uh, to his disciples, to the ones that would lead and guide his church. And I, I, I think it's we can't overlook the fact that he um, felt that this principle was something that want, he wanted to say. Often we are. Sometimes we might we might hear people say, "Well, if God loves me, then you know he will he'll just he'll forgive me. He'll want me to come back to him. I don't need to worry about what I do in this life." But we know that that is different. That that is not the case. Uh, Elder Christopherson says in his talk, quote, There are many ways to describe and speak of divine love. One of the terms we often hear today is that God's love is unconditional. Close quote. I am very much um, victim to having used this word in the past. I have often used the word unconditional. And you, I think this is difficult to understand uh, if, if we don't gain or develop this relationship with our Saviour and our Heavenly Father through love and keeping the commandments. Yes, of course, our Heavenly Father loves all his children and he, and he loves every single one of them, no matter what they do. But we cannot completely call this love unconditional. Otherwise, yes, every person would be able to return back to the presence of the Father and stay with him, no matter what they did. Otherwise, that love is not unconditional. That means that there are conditions on the exposure to the love of God or the exposure to the blessings we receive. Um, and that is indeed the case. We, we read further in Elder Christopherson's talk, quote, while one, in one sense that is true, the descriptor unconditional appears nowhere in scripture. Rather, his love is described as great and wonderful love, perfect love, redeeming love, and everlasting love. These are better terms because the word unconditional can convey mistaken impressions about divine love, such as God tolerates and excuses anything we do because his love is unconditional, or God makes no demands upon us because his love is unconditional, or all are saved in the heavenly kingdom of God because his love is unconditional. God's love is infinite and it will endure forever. 
But what it means for each of us depends on how we respond to his love. And I kind of, uh, I kind of see it as having a, having a, a window with blinds. And I, and I remember having this explained to me in terms of the light of Christ, but I, I feel that this, this analogy applies to receiving the love of God as well. The love of God is everlasting. It endures all things. I mean, when we, when we read of love, you know, in the New Testament, and we, hear, and we hear of that wonderful passage in Corinthians, you know, it endures all things, it hopes all things. It, God's love is all of that and more. It, is, it, we, it cannot be comprehended. I, can't, I cannot comprehend the love that my Heavenly Father has for me and all of his children. Like the sun, it blazes eternally. Um, however, we then have our own settlements. We have our own kind of individual statuses when receiving that love. And if we are making the wrong choices, if we're not keeping those commandments, which we are being asked to, then it's like we're drawing those blinds closed. We're, we're, we're inhibiting the amount of love we can receive. Yes, some light still gets through, and our Heavenly Father wants to bless us with as many things as he possibly can. However, because we've closed those blinds, we are, we are, what's, we are stopping ourselves, we're inhibiting ourselves from receiving the fullest extent of what he has available to us as a result of his love. However... As we keep the commandments and make, and as we, and as it says in these scriptures, uh, in John four thirteen to fifteen, if you love me, keep my commandments. He that keepeth my commandments and keepeth them, he that is that loveth me, and he that loveth me shall be loved of my Father, and I will love him and will manifest myself to him. If a man love me, he will keep my words, and my Father will love him, and he will come to him and make our abode with him. He that loveth me and keepeth not my saying, he that loveth me. He that loveth me, not keepeth not my sayings, and the word which ye hear is not mine, but the Father's which sent me. And again in chapter 15, it goes on. Um, well, even in chapter 14, the final verse, but, the, but that the world may know that I love the Father, and as the Father give me commandments, even so I do. Again, here we see the Saviour has been given commandments from the Father, and he loves the Father, and he keeps those commandments. In verse 9 of chapter 15, As the Father hath loved me, so have I loved you. Continue in my love, if ye keep my commandments, and ye shall abide in my love, even as I have kept my Father's commandments, and abide in his love. It is so plain to see in these verses that if we want to receive the full love of God, we have to keep the commandments. We have to make the right choices. We have to live righteous lives or, or strive to live righteously. Obviously, we will fall short, but that is why we are given the great gift of, gift of faith and repentance that we can change, and through our Saviour, he can help us make the, make the rest that we are not able to make ourselves. And I think, that, you know, it's so clear to see that our Saviour wants us to really get this relationship. And when you think of the context, he wants his, he wanted his disciples to get this relationship because he was going to leave. He was not going to be there anymore physically. In, in a short while, he was going to be gone. And it was so important to him to, and to help his disciples to understand. The fact is, is that they probably didn't understand at that moment. Um, and it talks about often how it says, you, you, you do not understand, and, and, and he says phrases like these. But he knew that the time would come when they would understand, and they would be writing these words down, and they would look back and understand and start to realise how to develop this relationship. Because I think if the Saviour was... A, well, if the Saviour knew, if the Saviour knew, and he did know he was about to leave, the last thing he would want to tell his disciples is how to keep in contact with him and how to feel of that love, how to open those blinds and receive the fullest extent of joy and peace and warmth and love that comes from him and, and through him, the Father. Anyway, 
I feel like this has gone on a bit too long, so I'll close it there. But it's, I couldn't help but feel that, you know, this is something which is really important that I, that I personally need to understand more. And if, and if anyone is listening, then hopefully you've, you've learned something from it too. Uh, please follow me at, at Matt S. Roberts 90 um, and please share any thoughts you've had about what, I've, what, about what we've discussed today, any uh, things or passages that stood out to you, anything that stood out to you as you've kind of studied these verses along yourself, or if you want to study, uh, if you want to hear a kind of a feature on a, on a future episode on something else that you've studied, that I can kind of study with you uh, and, and develop myself, because again, I've mainly done this to, to develop and learn myself. And uh, anyway, hope you enjoy the rest of your day, whatever time you're listening to this. And until we meet again.